This podcast is proud to be part of the Blueberry Network. That's blueberry with no ease dot com. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to Transpersonal Radio with Angela Lynn Gibson. Remember, your thoughts upload your reality. Think wisely and always prepare to ignite. Welcome, Welcome to Transpersonal Radio. Transpersonalradio.com. Real talk for real life. Inspiring podcasts. Exploring personal empowerment. empowerment. And transformation. Through parapsychology, spirituality, and how your thoughts upload your reality. And now your host, Angela, Angela L. Gibson. First of all, thank you for listening, and a big thank you to my loyal listeners who have stayed with me through the years. As you may know, Transpersonal Radio has been live since 2010. Of course, there have been some challenges along the way, but I'm excited to kick off 2016 with being able to step it up and bring this show to you live. I'd like to ask you listeners to do me a favor. This radio show, this podcast, is my passion and a labor of love. I'd really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker and subscribe. And if this podcast has helped you in any way, please leave a great review. Don't forget you can also download the Transpersonal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and search for Transpersonal Radio. The more listeners, the better, because here's the thing, folks. Over the years, I've had some really amazing guests on this show. Guests who speak from their core who get real, who speak from a place of authenticity and integrity. These guests bring their A-game to provide you with quality content that can really make your life better. So by telling everyone you know about Transpersonal Radio and getting the word out, these guests really can make the world a better place. Thanks again for listening. So what's new for 2016? I hope all of you are enjoying a wonderful new year so far. Now, I didn't launch this show in January on purpose because, as you know, we all have a tendency to make all these uh, New Year's resolutions. Every January, it becomes all the things we're going to do different, do better for the the upcoming New Year. And I just didn't want to put myself in that position of having to meet some kind of deadline. So I purposely actually put this off uh, to launch until February second month of the year, sort of uh, breaking tradition, if you will, because, hey, it's me. What else would I do? So just real quick for 2016, I want to give a little bit of background on myself for who I am uh, for new listeners. So again, I'm Angela. I am the host of Transpersonal Radio, co-host of the award-winning television show Paranormal Insights with Joseph Ernest Martin, and the author of the book, The Grand Transition, Dancing with the Reaper and Finding Peace with Death, to be published in 2016, this year. I presently hold a Bachelor's of Science in Biology Pre-Med from the University of Colorado, Denver, and completed one year of the Master's in Forensic Science program at the University of California, Davis. I also went through the Sacramento County Sheriff's Academy and worked as a private investigator for eight years. I'm currently completing a Ph.D. in Transpersonal Counseling and a D.D. or a Doctor of Divinity degree in Metaphysical Sciences and Counseling. I've been interested in the metaphysical sciences most of my life. 
When I was two years old, I was in a car accident on the Audubon in Amersfoort, Holland, and my mom and dad both went through the windscreen. My mom died at the scene, and even though I was born with the capacity to communicate with disembodied spirits, that event was a catalyst for opening my ability to channel and connect with those who have left their physical bodies. At a very young age, my maternal grandmother began teaching me more about spirit communication and astrological planetary aspects and their influence on daily life. I am able to connect with the higher self that comes from the soul level to reveal truths, issues, or unfinished business that prevents progress in healing. After a near-death experience in 2011 and 2012, I began providing speaking engagements and workshops on near-death experiences, the afterlife, and psi phenomena. I have experience in the corporate world, medicine, law enforcement, and the sciences. And as you can tell, I have a wide array of interests, awareness, and knowledge. I believe that all existence is based on interaction of energy and that the metaphysical world has a strong influence in any area of life, regardless of your field of interest or life choices. My passion is bringing you this radio show that facilitates personal empowerment and transformation through exploration of parapsychology, spirituality, the paranormal, and how our thoughts upload our reality. Psychics, mediumship, UFOs, cryptozoology, paranormal experiences, the science behind magic, and that's magic with the K, real magic, not stage magic, near-death experiences, overcoming challenges, and living a healthy, prosperous life are just a few of the topics you'll find on Transpersonal Radio. So having said that, what has been happening? Where have I been? So of course I dropped off the face of the planet for a while, as you may or may not have noticed. We've had quite a few things happening, and uh, one of the most exciting things is a huge move from Northern California to Southern California. Finally made it. I have to say I've been wanting to move to San Diego since the late 90s, and uh, you know, at the time, in the late 90s, I was living in Colorado, in Denver, and it was January, and we were going to take a trip out to San Diego. I'd never been there before. So we're sitting on the tarmac in the plane in Denver, and they're de-icing the plane. It's snowing. It's cold. It's nasty weather. And a couple hours later, we land in San Diego in January. And the sun is shining, there's bougainvillea everywhere, palm trees, flowers, it's just beautiful, people in shorts and t-shirts. And I said, that's it, one of these days I'm going to live in San Diego. And here I am, finally made it. My partner has an excellent job that he loves, and uh, things are really looking up there. All the way around, really great, great move. Animals are happy, we have two Bengal cats and a toy rat terrier and their loving life. So things are good. So that's the biggest thing that has been taking up my time uh, and why I had to put the uh, radio show on hold for a while. But we are back and let's talk a little bit about what's coming up in 2016. So first of all, I want to talk about the book I'm writing because this is a project that some of you may be interested in from all different aspects. So this book that I'm writing This is a compilation of uh, sort of lifelong experiences over the decades. Uh, The title of the book is The Grand Transition, Dancing with the Reaper and Making Peace with Death. You know, from the moment we're born, life is a series of transitions. But what happens during the final grand transition? In other words, 
What happens when we die? Does consciousness survive physical death? Can we communicate with loved ones in spirit? What is a walk-in? What do near-death experiences have to do with psychic ability and other psi phenomena? How do we process the concept of death without fear? How do we help those who are grieving? How do different belief systems create myths around and influence how we cope with death and dying? I invite you to come explore the grand transition with me as I share personal stories, research, interviews, and insights about our most mysterious yet fundamental human experience. If you have a personal story or experience with near death, reincarnation, past lives, or contact with the other side and would like to be featured in my book, please be sure to reach out to me because I would love to talk to you. What else is happening? So season five of Paranormal Insights. That is a show that I've been working on for a couple years now with the award-winning psychic Joseph Ernest Martin. We are about to kick off season five in March of this year. And I have to tell you, I am so amazed at Joseph. He is such a hard worker. This show, this television show, Paranormal Insights, for him is absolutely a labor of love like this radio show is for me. And I have to tell you, the amount of work that he puts into putting all this together, getting it to happen, making sure everything is uh, is working and in order. Now, of course, he doesn't do it all by himself. His, he's got a lot of help. His cousin, Kathy Shisano, is there all the time, um, behind the scenes, helping to get things going. We uh, we had a great floor director, Melanie Mensel, who has now moved on to other projects. So we will miss Melanie this season, but we have a new floor director, David Flores, who is stepping up to help. And we always have, it seems, it always comes together that we have these wonderful volunteers who help really get this show off the ground. And I also just want to give a shout out to Sue Joy and Kashi at Chabot College. That's the studio in Hayward where we are able to actually film the show. Anyway, be sure to check out Paranormal Insights. The current episodes air on AT&T U-verse channel 99 throughout the state of California, on various Comcast channels depending on your area, and on accesssacramento.org. You would click on Watch 17. You can also find past shows online on YouTube and Vimeo. Just search Paranormal Insights, Joseph Ernest Martin, or Angela Lynn Gibson. I'm also going to get Joseph on my radio show this year. That is a goal of mine. We meant to do the interview last year, but as Joseph likes to say, life, life. Life happens. So what else is going on? Well, uh, what I am working on as well is a project to launch new online classes in psychic, intuitive, and mediumship development. I want to give a shout out and a thank you to everyone who has attended my live Tarot classes in a classroom setting because I now have students in many different geographical locations, though I'm, I'm starting to work on moving my classes online. So I'll be offering classes in Tarot, psychic development, intuitive development, spirit communication, dream analysis, and numerology, just to name a few. 
I'll also be offering holistic business development programs. So if you're a holistic practitioner and you're ready to go pro, I can teach you how to build a strong foundation for your practice and attract the clients you desire. So if that is any interest to you, make sure you reach out to me and let me know. Last but not least, lots of exciting changes and fantastic guests are lined up for Transpersonal Radio. This year, Transpersonal Radio is stepping it up and we're producing live shows. Over the years, I've been working tirelessly to bring you quality guests who can share their experience, expertise, and wisdom to help you transform your life in all areas. I am lining up some remarkable thought leaders, psychics, mediums, healers, UFO experts, cryptozoologists, and others to bring you the latest in the world of the paranormal. Be sure to subscribe to Transpersonal Radio so you don't miss anything. And you know, along those lines, uh, I'd really like to share with you, uh, you know, again, a lot of work goes into this show. First of all, thank you for listening and a big thank you to my loyal listeners who have stayed with me through the years. As you may know, Transpersonal Radio has been live since 2010. Of course, there have been some challenges along the way, but I'm excited to kick off 2016 with being able to step it up and bring this show to you live. I'd like to ask you listeners to do me a favor. This radio show, this podcast, is my passion and a labor of love. I'd really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker and subscribe. And if this podcast has helped you in any way, please leave a great review. Don't forget you can also download the Transpersonal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and search for Transpersonal Radio. The more listeners, the better, because here's the thing, folks. Over the years, I've had some really amazing guests on this show. Guests who speak from their core, who get real, who speak from a place of authenticity and integrity. These guests bring their A-game to provide you with quality content that can really make your life better. So by telling everyone you know about Transpersonal Radio and getting the word out, these guests really can make the world a better place. Thanks again for listening. So along those lines, you know, I, I really want to reach out this year and make sure that my guests are getting the recognition that they deserve, and that can only happen if you share the show. So I'd really appreciate it if you would do that. Now, I'd like to recap some of the best of the best from past episodes with this best of segment. First up is Dr. Michelle Petticolis, who has been working in the field of death and loss for over 15 years. Her life's work focuses on the secrets of life and death. She has a PhD in sociology with a minor in psychology and has studied cutting-edge death pioneers Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, known for her five stages of grief, and Stephen Levine, director of the First Conscious Dying Project. And here's an excerpt from that interview. Michelle, in your film, The Heart of Grieving, you interviewed a woman who is talking about picking up the ashes of her husband who had been cremated. On the box that contained her husband's ashes were the words temporary container. 
that was such a profound moment in, in the film for me because it really drives home yet again that our physical bodies are exactly that, temporary containers. In working so closely with so many grieving people, what's one of the most profound interactions that changed your life and your viewpoint on the process of mourning? Well, interestingly enough, it was the experience of my mother's death. Mm. So there's a little story that goes along with this. I went back to help her finish up her business and uh, to get ready, like literally to go to the funeral home and, and arrange for her cremation and arrange for her, her ashes to be put in a, in a um, columbarium and the whole thing, saying goodbye to people that she did business with. And, and then it was emotionally too intense for me, and uh, my back went out, and I, I went back to California. And then two, maybe two and a half weeks later, I get the call that she's actively dying. Hmm. But I didn't want to go back. But there was a part of me that felt like I should go back. So I was not decisive. There was this ambivalence because I actually had a TV show that I was producing and I had all these guests ready. So I didn't want to leave that. You know, I didn't want to change that. Mm -hmm. So I decided not to go back. But there was a part of me saying, well, if she's still alive, when that show's over, I'll go back. So every day I would get an email from my sister saying, well, oh, my mother by this time was in coma and she'd stopped eating and she'd stopped drinking any water. So they said, well, it will only be a matter of a few days. Hmm. Each day I would get an email from my sister saying, well, she's still alive. And another day, and yes, she's still alive. And then, you know, another day, and then she says, the hospice nurse is wondering why she's still alive. Wow. Then it dawned on me that I was literally holding her back, that my Hmm. indecisiveness was holding her back. Michelle, let's talk about the huge pink elephant in the room. Fear. Why do people have so much fear around death? Why are people afraid to talk about mortality? Where's the fear coming from? A lot of the fear comes from the unknown, from lack of control. Those are two big sources of fear. Uh, There are sources of fear just in the physical body. We're wired to want to control things as much as we can because if we don't know what's going to happen, you know, some monster may come along and eat us up. Mm-hmm. That's actually wired into the body is fear of the unknown. And we have a culture that literally represses or hides all information around death. And we put people in the hospitals, we put them in warehouses where we hide them away. It used to be in the past, they had a room, the parlor, which was literally for people who were dying and where to put the body after they died. And we don't do that anymore. So everything is concealed. So the more it's concealed, the more people are afraid because they don't know how to handle it. The biggest fear comes from people who they're afraid of of that annihilation, of ceasing to exist. Oh, yes. I mean, that's a really hard thing Mm -hmm. to fathom is how is that that I'm no longer going to be around Mm -hmm. anymore? Yes. The the fear of loss of identity and personality. Or consciousness. consciousness. Exactly. And speaking of that, you know, I, I've been around people who simply pretend death doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And I've been around those who are fascinated by or even somewhat obsessed with death. What advice do you have for approaching death in a more balanced, measured, healthier manner? 
There, it depends on whether you're talking about people who are actively dying or mm-hmm. have gotten a, 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 what is it, a terminal diagnosis, or they've been diagnosed with cancer, and even though it may not be terminal, it certainly is death's calling card. Mm-hmm. Then there are certain things that those people should do or might want to do to help prepare. But then none of us know when we're going to die, and any of us could be taken out in, in, you know, in the blink of an eye. So exactly. it's good to actually do this anytime, you know, <laughs> right. however old you are. So there are a number of things that, that I would recommend. The first being actually thinking about how you want to die. We think that we don't have any choice. We don't think about it. And so we sort of leave it up to chance or to the medical establishment rather than saying, well, how would I want to die? And some people, when asked that question, will say flippantly, oh, I want to die in my sleep. Mm. But if you actually ask them to think about that question and you invite them into greater dialogue around death, many people change that to wanting to be surrounded by their family and finishing up any last-minute business with their families, dealing with stuff like forgiveness and saying last things to precious people about being about loving them and being grateful for their being in their lives. So that's part of it too, is finishing up the emotional part. And then there's another part, which is when you know that you're, you sort of have a sense of an expiration date, is seeing your life as a whole, actually doing a life review and seeing how you have arrived at where you are and acknowledging, having that acknowledgement that, that it was a good life. Or if it wasn't, to come to terms with that and, and, and self-acceptance, whatever it was. That was a fantastic interview with Michelle, uh, Dr. Petticolis. And if you haven't heard the entire uh, interview, I would really highly suggest that you listen to it. So much great information in there and really worth listening to. Next up, interview that I did with Mark Allen Frost. Mark has a master's in counseling psychology and has authored 11 books to date by channeling the spirit entity who calls himself Seth. As an intuitive medium, I am intrigued by others who are able to channel or connect with disembodied spirits and entities on the other side. I hope you find this interview as fascinating as I do. Some of you may be familiar with the spirit entity who identifies himself as Seth. In the 60s, 70s, and 80s, Jane Roberts, a psychic and spirit medium, channeled messages from him and wrote her book, Seth Material. In late 1963, Jane and her partner began experimenting with an Ouija board, and Jane began receiving coherent messages from a spirit who identified himself as Seth. Jane continued communicating with Seth through the Ouija board for several more sessions until she eventually began channeling communications from Seth via transmediumship. For the next 21 years, Jane had over 1,500 trance sessions where she channeled information on Seth's behalf. The last time Seth was heard from was 1984, until now. My guest today is Mark Allen Frost. Mark has a master's in counseling psychology and has authored 11 books to date by channeling the spirit entity who calls himself Seth. Mark explains that Seth can teach you how to create positive realities, heal yourself, Create abundance, find love, discover your mission, and manifest your highest potential in this lifetime. Mark, welcome. Thank you for being here today. It's a pleasure, Angela. I asked a few questions confirming whether 
Uh, it was DSAFT. I said, are you Jane Roberts, Seth? Indeed I am, he said. I asked him about the nature of his reality. Uh, how does he perceive of himself? How do we look to him? When people ask me, well, um, how do you know it's him? And said, I, you you ask for me, Mark, I'm he, here. Does he identify himself as Seth, or does he just, so is it sort of like a spirit guide? or? or... To some, he does, and they call him Seth and so on. Uh, to most, however, he acts uh, in accordance to the belief system of the individual. What was your belief in or your experience with the world of the paranormal before your interaction with Seth? Well, I would say that um, I was immersed in the paranormal uh, from the time I was about seven. So tell, tell us a little bit, Mark, tell us a little bit about what your life was like before Seth and how your life has changed since Seth has come into your life. Well, I was living in Sausalito, California, uh, with my girlfriend, Carol, who's now my wife. We were having fun. We had our cats. We we were and are obsessed with cats. So <laughs> it was a pretty cat-like existence. I was in grad school, and I thought I was headed for this life, as I said, as a MFT with a specialty in hypnotherapy. Um, and that was my main focus. I was an academic. Uh, I had no idea that this alternate reality was going to come uh, whisk me away. Again, really amazing interview with Mark Allen Frost. I so enjoyed speaking with him. And this actually ended up being quite a long interview. So you'll find that this has been split up into parts one and two. Be sure to listen to both part one and part two. You'll be able to find this in the past show episodes. Next up. Michela Renee is an intuitive success life coach. I've known Michela for many years now, and this particular excerpt is from one of the interviews that she and I uh, did where she was interviewing me. Uh, this one is from May 2013, and in this interview, uh, as she's interviewing me, she shares how we first met. want to just let everybody know that this is just, this is an amazing connection uh, with this woman that I was actually able to personally meet and, and have a relationship with. I, I was invited to go to another meetup. You know, we everybody knows meetup.com. And so I was doing some different uh, extensions of myself. I was reaching out, if you will, just learning and listening and allowing God to guide me. And so I was scheduled to go to a meetup and, and ended up at the wrong place. And where I walked into was a woman sitting in this chair with striking, beautiful red hair. And she was telling her story. And I was sitting here thinking, why, where am I at? And how did I get here? And it was a last minute confirmation. And this woman starts to tell about literally her life to death, to life, um, you know, personal story. And as she's talking, all of a sudden I'm like tears are welling up in my eyes because I'm relating to everything 
that she's saying, and, and not necessarily her story, but her story, that it, I, I got it because I was on the same sort of spiritual awakening uh, path, if you will. And it hits us. It's very earth-shaking. It's like our personal earthquake. And so I, when I connected with Angela Gibson, I, I knew right then that she and I had a very unique um, connection. And I, was, I felt uh, enlightened and blessed to have her in my life at this point in time. Next up, and last one for today, is Anthony Tran. Anthony is a successful entrepreneur and an Air Force officer logistics veteran who has voluntarily jumped out of an airplane nine times. He also happens to believe in psychics. My guest today is internet marketing coach and founder of Marketing Access Pass, Anthony Tran. Anthony is a successful entrepreneur and Air Force officer logistics veteran who has voluntarily jumped out of an airplane nine times. He also happens to believe in psychics. Your first impression of Anthony would probably be similar to mine. A super intelligent, somewhat conservative, professional, yet friendly businessman who in no way seems to be someone who believes in anything supernatural or paranormal. And that's what caught my attention. A few weeks ago... Anthony sent me a note that said, Hi, Angela, I checked out your show. Cool stuff. My wife and I have always been fascinated with paranormal insights and spiritual health. As our conversation continued, Anthony said, My wife and I have always gone to to psychics and palm readers because we're so fascinated about the topic. Of course, I had to have Anthony as a guest on Transpersonal Radio. Anthony, thank you so much for chatting with me today and sharing some of your stories with our listeners. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate the uh, warm introduction. Well, I think for us, we, you know, we we definitely have a a deep uh, faith and and we know that there's something else that happens um, when you pass away. And we don't know exactly what it is. And we know that our faith tells us, you know, there's certain things. Um, And I think we just always had this curiosity, like what happens when you pass away? What, what is the, uh, what is a higher calling? Right. And, um, I think for, for us, you know, we just wanted to kind of explore that and see if there's anyone that could give us the answers. So I was like, wow, okay, that's pretty fascinating. So let's go back real quick to the Arizona thing. And then, you know, and there was a couple other things and I can't quite remember all the details, but this one thing did stand out. Like literally a week later, my boss comes in to ask me to come to his office and he's like, Hey Anthony, um, I have two free tickets to go to Arizona to, um, I, I think it was a baseball team. I think it was like, ooh, I can't, I'm not a baseball fan. So I, whatever the major league baseball team, right. He's like, I have two free tickets to go, you know, would you like to come with me Wow. and go? And I'm just like, holy cow, like, that's crazy. <laughs> <clears throat> out of all 50 states yeah. out there, you know, what were the odds of her saying that I was going to have this opportunity to go to Arizona? And so of course I <laughs> kind of, you know, took her warning Cause I was like, okay, well maybe there's a reason why she said that. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to be busy that week. I'm not gonna be able to make it. I, I you know, it's hard because like, here I am, I, I have certain religious beliefs that tell me like, okay, I'm not supposed to believe these things. But then yet, you know, I went to this person and she just, man, she's the thing she told me, was just so powerful. And I was like, yeah, so I don't know. Like I, I, all I, all I know is there are maybe s- spirits or, or spirits, you know, spirit guys that are watching over us. Cause I feel like every time I'm in a point where 
like like I'm at I'm in like severe stress, severe desperation. Like maybe like money is a really big problem, and I'm like stressing out about it. All of a sudden, somehow like you know, money comes or or like a situation comes and it saves us. And I don't know what it, how to explain it. If you stay at your old job, you'll be you'll still do fine. If you leave it, you, you go with your new one, it'll, it'll be good. So both opportunities are great, but there's going to be someone that's going to help you. So I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. So <laughs> yeah, I just, I just left that then, you know, a couple of weeks passed and I went to go eat at a restaurant and in the, I, I met this gentleman and I was actually, I just had finished my degree in aerospace. So I was looking, actively looking for a job in aerospace. I was, before I was working in the automotive company, uh, automotive industry. Um, I, I, we, me and my wife had dinner and then we just met this gentleman and he was sitting right next to us and who would have thought, but he, he worked for the company that I was trying to apply for. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And he was a manager of, you know, great authority and he's, uh, you know, long story short, he, we traded information and, um, a couple months later, he helped me get a job at the company. So, you know, it's just, I don't that know. Is, like I, I can't really explain it. You know, most people <laughs> would be like, well, you know, maybe you're looking into it. Maybe you're reading it. Maybe you're trying to find this the connection, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you can say whatever you want to say, but I was just thinking that's, a, to me, it's like a miracle. It's a blessing. So Right. Absolutely. And there are certain things that happen within a particular time frame where you say that's a little bit further outside the possibility of chance. You know, that's beyond coincidence that that particular event occurred exactly as described the only palm reader i've been to was um my father actually took me when i was younger he was like seven or eight and he said he knew a man that was like really like famous like world renowned i guess um old asian man very wise looking um and i was like seven or eight years old i didn't know anything but basically i do remember going to this man I do remember him looking at my hand and I remember him sharing some stuff and it was like in, in, um, in another, in a foreign language. And, you know, my dad, he's, uh, he understood it. So he had to translate to me. Um, he also said like, you know, when you're between the age of, um, 16 and 18, be very careful who you hang out with because you have you know, the, the people that you hang out with, um, it, you could either hang out with really good people that can, you know, do help you do well. And there's going to be people that, um, could really get you in trouble and, you know, yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> you know, and yeah, of course, most people are like, well, of course, teenagers, you know, you can get yourself into trouble, blah, 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 blah. You know, like that's typical advice, right? Sure. But, but, but here's the caveat. <laughs> So there were some people that I was hanging around in high school that necessarily wasn't the right crowd. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, there was some situations where I was in that, man, I could have been, you know, I could have been in a world of hurt. So I had made a conscious decision to, um, you know, leave all of those friends behind, uh, when I went to college, I wanted to start fresh make new friends um, and yeah, I think that's made the world a dis- difference as far as, you know, things that I've been able to do since then. You know, one of the questions I was going to ask you is what is some of the most profound advice, guidance, or information you've ever received from a psychic and how did it change your life? And I think that was probably one of the key turning points for you in your life. 
Yeah, it was one of those things where I always remember growing up and going, what does he mean? (laughs) You know, like, who Mm -hmm. are these people that he's talking about? Um, And it's possible, had you not heard that from him, you may have never even questioned it and kept going down this path that could have been detrimental. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I, I actually... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm like debating if I should share this because it's just really personal. <laughs> you only but, share what you're comfortable with. But it's just so profound. Um, you know, I'm, yeah, I'll go ahead and share because I, I feel like people can learn from it. And if you want to hear the rest of Anthony's story, and it is worth hearing, please be sure to check out all of the past shows. You'll find my interview with Anthony Tran uh, in its entirety in the past show episodes. Again, thank you for listening. And if you would like to hear the complete shows of any of those featured in this best of segment, again, be sure to subscribe to Transpersonal Radio. Also, very excited about the guest that I have lined up for next week. Isis Jade is someone that you will not want to miss. Really excited to have her on the show. And uh, so that'll be next week, 6 p.m., Pacific Daylight or Pacific, we're still in Pacific Daylight Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time next Tuesday. Be sure to tune in. We'll be live with Isis Jade. Thank you again for listening, and let's make 2016 the best year yet. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Trans- Transpersonal Radio. If you'd like to suggest a future, future topic or be a guest, visit transpersonalradio.com. Call the hotline at 619-800-6057 or like our page, facebook.com slash transpersonalradio.